0: yes 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 welcome to another interesting episode of all things basketball podcast and i'm your host of course coach luke how's everybody doing out there basketball land today i hope you're doing good i hope you're doing swell and had a great day because i sure did but let's get it started with episode 40 episode 40 people man 10 episodes away from 50 we're transcending up over here at All Things Basketball Podcast. And like Coach Luke said, man, we got our professional grind on. We're ready and raring to go every episode now. And so it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. But let's get into episode 40. The name of episode 40 is New Location. The name of episode 40, people, New Location. Well, all right, let's get into it. But before we get into episode 40... You know we got to pay the bills, right? And when we start to pay the bills, we got to tap in. So tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, coming out of that Washington Wizards building, man, you know, Washington Wizards have a new general manager, a new lease on life, a lot of different moves in that front office. The Washington Wizards are really trying to get it right. And so what we're talking about right now is one, Mr. John Wall. Now, from what I understand, well, from what Coach Luke understands, the Washington Wizards are still vehemently trying to trade John Wall. I don't know. He's kind of Fell out of favor with the team. And, of course, you know, uh, a lot of videos came up last season when he was out with his injury as far as him being a little alleviated. And alleviated, if you don't know what that means, a little tipsy, a little drunk, stumbling out the club. And so I think that was the tip of the iceberg for the Washington Wizards. And since then, they've been really trying to move him. They actually had a... um a trade in place to the Miami Heat. But right before the trade happened, John Wall injured himself and he was out for the season. And so, you know, Pat Riley, who runs the Miami Heat, was not going to pull the trigger on a trade like that with a guy that's out for the season. All right. And so, you know, that's what happened to that trade. Uh, He was going to be on his way. To the Miami Heat, and like Coach Luke said, it was all but a done deal until he injured, until he injured himself for the remaining of the, for the remainder. Excuse me, of the season, and so that's what happened. But they have not stopped searching for a new location for John Wall. They're really, really looking to unload a heavy contract. I think he still has over one hundred twenty-five, one hundred twenty-six million on the table, and they're really trying to um you know, trade them, you know, but they haven't had any takers. And I think what's going to wind up happening is when you have an injury like John Wall, all right, and I believe he also had a ruptured Achilles tendon, what happens is you have to really see that player play some ball. You got to see how that player is going to come back from that horrific injury, all right? And so they'll probably be able to trade him, but it won't be until maybe December, January, somewhere in there or right before the trade deadline because everybody in the league wants to see how he's going to come back, how he's going to react to contact, how he's going to perform. Is he going to perform ever again at a high, high level? Because a lot of players do not come back from this injury. And of course, like Coach Luke always said, a lot of players wind up playing three to four years and actually in the tent. They actually retire. And so I think what's going to have to happen with John Wall, all right, no matter how much the Washington Brass wants to trade him ASAP, I think what's going to have to happen with John Wall is he's going to have to play at least 25 to 30 games of the upcoming season in the Washington Wizards uniform before any interest will come towards the Washington Wizards as far as a trade, as far as a signing trade, or anything of that nature. And so a lot of players come back from this injury again, and they're never the same. And I think most of the people that might be interested in John Wall just wants to see him back on the court for a little while. They really want to see him back on the court for a little while before they make a serious move like that and take a serious contract like that. But again, coming out of the Washington Wizards building, the Wizards are still vehemently trying to change trade John Wall, and move him to another team. Well, all right. Chris Paul and his reps held a little brief, brief um uh, press conference, all right? Now, as Coach Luke said, Chris Paul has really been silent since he was traded to OKC in the Russell Westbrook trade, but he, he, he when he received the trade news, he wasn't too happy, and he also said, he really wants to be moved, but he's been quiet for the last three weeks since the trade. And so some people have been thinking that, hey, maybe Chris Paul sees the tea leaves, all right, because you still owe him over $124, 38000000 per season, and it's going to be hard to move a player of his age. But you can move him. You definitely can move him. You just got to make the trade pretty interesting for someone but right now no one there are no takers for Chris Paul so Chris Paul and his representative held a little small brief press conference saying they want to be traded as soon as possible they definitely want to be traded before training camp for the team start and training camp for most teams is mid September somewhere around September 13th or September 15th and so they really want to be traded all right they're saying, listen, we want a new location. We want a new location as soon as possible for Chris Paul. And that's what's going on with Chris Paul. He wants a new location. Now it's gonna be hard to to trade Chris Paul with thirty eight million per season on the table. But what Chris Paul is looking at is that you traded Russell Westbrook, all right, and he has forty two million on the table increasing to $46 So when something like that happens, of course a player like Chris Paul is looking at the tea leaves and saying, hey, you can trade me. There's got to be somebody out there that's willing to make the trade. Well, I'll tell you what, there are teams that's out there willing to make the trade, but I don't think it's the teams that Chris Paul would want to play for. The teams that will make that trade are teams that have that cap space available of $38 all right? And and those teams are one of the teams he's already on, which is the OKC Thunder. There's probably about four or five teams that have that type of cap space. Again, it's going to be very, very hard to trade Chris Paul, but I'll tell you what. He's still got about three, four years in the tank, people. He's still an excellent ball player, and he can give a team a big, big boost. But I'm telling you, I don't believe it's going to be one of those contenders. A lot of the contenders are pretty much set, all right? And of course, I'm pretty sure Chris Paul is not looking to come off someone's bench right now, or else one of those contenders would definitely give him a shot. But I don't think he's willing to come off uh, uh, someone's bench right now for the simple fact he's got just enough to really continue to start somewhere. But it's I don't believe in Coach Luke's eyes. I really don't think he's gonna go to a contender. All right. Now there's several teams that have the the opportunity or the money in their cap space to make this happen. You know, there's several teams, but none of those teams, none of those teams look like they're in the running to be uh um a playoff contender or let alone a championship team unless one of the championship teams turn the page and say, hey, we'll take a strong risk on one Chris Paul unless they take a risk on Chris Paul. And so it could happen, but I don't see it happening. Not this season. I don't see it happening. Why? Because he has such a, he has such a big, big contract. He has such a big, big contract. And of course, I know a lot of people are saying, hey, well, Russell Westbrook has a very even bigger contract. But Russell Westbrook at this point can do a ton more than Chris Paul can do for your team. That's the thing that people don't understand. It's not so much the money, even though they're close as far as contracts and the cost of as far as yearly contracts. But it's not so much the money. It's what each player can do for the team. And, of course, you know Russell Westbrook. He can do it all right now, baby. There's nothing he can't do. And so, you know, even though Chris Paul can do a lot of things, there's things that he can't do. He's an excellent player, but there are things that Chris Paul can't do. And so you really don't want to compare those two contracts and those two players right now you really don't. And so that's what's coming out of of the OKC building. Chris Paul and his representation are crying right now vehemently for a new location. They're saying we need and we want a new location. Once again, people tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, a lot of people are in an uproar about the all-decade team, the first team and the second team, and they're in an uproar about Mr. Kobe Bryant, the Black Mamba. Now, before Coach Luke starts on the two all decade teams, well, they have three teams. And Kobe Bryant was selected for the third team. All right. And each, each 10, each 10 years, you have an all decade team, a first team, a second team, and a third team. And so Kobe Bryant came in on the third team. Now, this last decade consists of from 2009 to 2019 this year. And so a lot of people are saying it's highway robbery why Kobe Bryant didn't make either the first team or the second team. Well, of course, Kobe Bryant's legacy is unquestionable. He's a legend, a shoe in and a first ballot Hall of Famer. We know this, all right? But now, I got to be honest. And, okay, so what I'm about to say, it might rub some people wrong. But guess what? Before I say it, I want to let people know there's probably no bigger fan of Kobe Bryant in the whole wide world than me. Coach Luke is probably the biggest Kobe Bryant fan in the whole wide world. But I want to say something. When you make these teams, people, You make these teams strictly off production. When you make these teams and you comprise these teams, it's strictly off of production. Now, in the early 2000s, man, the Lakers three-peated Shaq and Kobe, and then he came back around when they traded Shaq in 07 and 08, did his thing and won two more. He's won five championships. He's won the MVP. He's won scoring titles. Kobe Bryant has done it all, people. But now we're talking about 2009 to 2019. All right? Now, when we talk about Kobe Bryant's career, five of those years, from nine to 19, he did not play. So now what we're doing with Kobe Bryant we're working on only five seasons, or actually four and a half, okay? And so here we go. The first couple of seasons there, he had the the shoulder injury, all right? And that shoulder injury sidelined Kobe for practically a whole season and a half. Then Kobe ruptured his Achilles tendon, and he was out for more than a year and a half. Alright? And when he came back, he was not the same player, people. He was not the same player. So, when we're talking about an all-decade team, a decade is 10 years. We only can give Kobe Bryant five of those 10 years. And in those five years, I just explained, three and a half of those years, he did not play. He was injured. And so, When you pick those top two teams, you're picking guys that played consistently for 10 seasons and played at a high, high level for 10 seasons. And Kobe Bryant did not do that. He did not do that. And like Coach Luke said, I'm one of the biggest Kobe Bryant fans in the whole wide world. But we have to look at production. We really do. We have to look at production. Now, his last season, he came back. He still was not the same player, okay? But he put up, you know, big numbers, all right? He had a 50-point game. You know, he put up some numbers on his way out the door. But Kobe Bryant was never the same, and we have to realize that, people. And so when you talk about an all-decade team, I really believe that whoever comprised this got it right. I agree with it. You know, and I, of all people, and one of the biggest Kobe Bryant fans, I actually was looking for a way out. Meaning, when I'm a fan of a player's, I'm looking for a way out. Meaning, whoever did this order was wrong. Let me go back, Coach Luke, go back, and look at what they were looking at. But when I went back, I realized, wait a minute, he didn't play five of those 10 years. So now we're only working with five years, okay? And I just told you, two of those years, they, the Lakers didn't even make the playoffs. He averaged 19 points, and then he averaged 21 points. And two of those years, they made the playoffs, and they got eliminated in the first round not like the L.A. Lakers that Kobe Bryant played for. And so we have to look at production a little bit more, all right? We can't just look at Kobe Bean Bryant, the greatest, one of the greatest players ever, and say, hey, because he's one of the greatest players ever, even though he didn't have the stats in this last decade, let's put him on the team. That's not how it works, That's not how it works, people. And I know my Instagram is going to blow up. I'm ready for it, but I'm always, you guys know, Coach Luke is always honest. I'm always an honest dude, man. And I'm going to speak my mind, and I'm going to let you know that what's going on is what's going on. And believe me, take the 10 years, and with Kobe Bryant, you have to eliminate five. That's a chunk. That's a chunk, all right? And so you got to eliminate five. Now, if you think his last five going into his retirement constitutes him making either the first team or second team, why would I argue with you? Because I'm one of the biggest Kobe Bryant fans. But just looking from my lenses, I don't think he makes team one or team two. I really don't. And so a lot of people are in an uproar about this, but I just think, you know, it was a pretty accurate rating. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm gonna follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like. Download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, people, we got our AAU profile review. And like Coach Luke said, every episode we'll dig into the AAU. So proud of the AAU. And again, I don't want to sound like a broken record. That's where Coach Luke got his coaching start at. And so I'm extremely proud that we've added this new addition to the All Things Basketball show. And so every show, we'll have our AAU profile. Um, This show's profile is a young man out of the Denver, Colorado area. All right? He's a young man that is an excellent, excellent baller. Most of the teams in the country want his services. All right? He's a high school player. He plays at um, Cherokee Trial High School in Denver, Colorado. He will be in 12th grade this upcoming year. All right, and uh, his name is Dylan Ross Sanders. He's the AAU Player of the Month in the whole country. The AAU Player of the Month. And so it goes, it's it's an excellent award, all right? I don't know how many of these awards he's won, but this past July, he won the award, and he's an excellent player, All right. He plays small forward, again, for Cherokee Trial High School in Denver, Colorado. A wonderful, wonderful young man. He carries a 3.8 GPA. Very smart young man, all right? He comes from a military family. And so a lot of people believe, even though most of the schools in the country want Dylan Ross Sanders services, he's really leaning towards doing what most of the men in his family do and go to the service and go to the Navy and play basketball for Navy. Well, Navy has an excellent, excellent team. They're also a D1 team, but he wants to have his own military obligations along with playing basketball and getting his education. He also wants to be an engineer. So, you know, he's got a lot of other things on the plate other than basketball, but I tell you, coming out of Denver, Colorado, Dylan Ross Sanders is um, the AAU player of the month. All right. And he's our AAU profile for this show. He's a phenomenal ball player. Phenomenal ball player. Shoot lights out. He can, he rebounds. He hustles. He's the leader of the team. He's an excellent, excellent ball player. And, um, you know, he plays AAU, the team he plays for. In Denver, is Give Sports 2022 that's the team he plays for in the AAU bracket? And so, Give Sports 2022 is the team he plays for, and so he's the AAU player of the month, Dylan Ross Sanders. All right, we've got news coming out of the NBA the Memphis Grizzlies have hired uh, Nell Ivy. All right, Nell Ivy as their assistant coach. Now Nell Ivy uh, is the ninth woman that has been hired in the NBA uh, um, this season. She's number nine as far as assistant coaches, women assistant coaches that have crossed over from the WNBA to the NBA. And it's a wonderful, wonderful thing that the women are getting the opportunity to become coaches, not only in the WNBA or college, but they're getting very big jobs in the NBA right now. So she was just hired yesterday by the Memphis Grizzlies as an assistant coach. Now, Ivy, give a little bio on her. She was um, with Muffet McGraw at Notre Dame for seven years as an assistant coach. Her last five years, she was with the Indiana Fever, all right? And then two years, these last two years, She was with the Phoenix Mercury before she landed the job as assistant coach with the Memphis Grizzlies. So congratulations to Nell Ivy. She's a wonderful, wonderful lady, a wonderful coach. And of course, Coach Luke loves all coaches that go on that coaching journey, as I said, and get the fruits of their labor. You really have to enjoy your journey, you know, and the thing is, A lot of guys tell me, Coach Luke, I want to get into coaching or whatever. Well, you have to be prepared for two things. You have to give to get. And so when I mean give to get, you have to volunteer somewhere. You have to start as a volunteer coach. And you have to love contributing to that team as a volunteer. And, of course, volunteer means you're not making any money. But guess what? You're getting rich and knowledge of basketball, you're getting rich and moving your career to the next level. All right, and so that's what happens when you get into coaching. But we kind of got off. Nell Ivy, Nell Ivy. I mean, excuse me, Nell Ivy. Let me get that name right now, because I don't want her coming after me. She's is a new assistant coach with the Memphis Grizzlies, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing for the women that's in coaching. She's number nine. There are nine women coaching in the NBA this upcoming season, and it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Congratulations to Nell Ivy. All right. We got our WNBA recap. Let's stick with the women, man. And y'all know I love that WNBA. Love it, love it, love it. But we only had one game last night. They only teased Coach Luke last night. The women just teased me. They only gave me one game to talk about. I don't like that WNBA. You better pick it up. (laughs) But the one game we had, we had the Minnesota Lynx, 85, the Atlanta Dream, 69. One game. You know, the Minnesota Lynx, 85, and the Atlanta Dream, 69. One game. You got to stop teasing, Coach Luke, because I like to talk about three and four games. All right, WNBA? Get it together. <laughs> well, all right. Coming out of that L.A. area, Kawhi Leonard, as well as LeBron James, are holding private workouts for their respective teams. All right? They're all right. The battle of L.A. has begun as of today. Both men started holding private workouts for both their teams. Well, of course, Kawhi is on the Clippers. And of course, you know, King James is on the Lakers. And in different locations, both guys were holding private workouts with their teammates, trying to get it right, trying to get to know each other, trying to learn their strengths and weaknesses of their teammates way before next month comes. And so that's what's going on out of LA. Both the Lakers and the Clippers Us already holding private workouts, and it couldn't happen to two better guys, and these teams are going to be phenomenal, baby. If you love basketball, you need to watch the L.A. Clippers versus the L.A. Lakers. It's going to be a bomb burner, and it's going to be something. But coming out of that L.A. area, both teams, the L.A. Clippers and the L.A. Lakers, are holding private workouts, people. And it's going to be something when they clash in the upcoming season. It's really going to be something, man. All right. Well, this one kind of fools me here. But, hey, when you're confident and you believe in yourself, you have to believe that you're going to go all the way. You're not going to put on a uniform. If you don't believe, you're going to go all the way. But coming out of the Brooklyn building, the newest, one of the newest Brooklyn Nets, DeAndre Jordan. Now, you know he played for the Knicks last season, all right? And now he's teaming up with his best friend in the whole wide world, Kevin Durant, on the Brooklyn Nets. DeAndre Jordan is on the Brooklyn Nets, and he says, this year, without KD, they will represent the East in the finals. They will go all the way to the finals. I wonder why he's not saying they're going to win the championship. I, 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 I mean, if you're going to go to the Eastern Finals, Conference Finals, you should be thinking that you're going to win the Eastern Conference Finals and you're going to win the championship. But coming out of the Brooklyn Building, DeAndre Jordan is citing, "We're going to win." Uh, we're going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals when the smoke clears at the end of the season. Well, I'm pretty sure you need to be confident like that as a basketball player all coaches. And of course, Coach Luke loves the confidence. I just don't believe that Brooklyn Nets have enough without Kevin Durant to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't believe they have enough. Now, do they have enough to make the playoffs? Of course they do. But I don't think they have enough to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I could be wrong, provided another trade or something like that. But if they keep the team the way that it is, I don't see them making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Again, do I see them being a playoff team? Of course I do. But I don't believe what DeAndre Jordan is saying right now, that they will be in the Eastern Conference Finals. I do not believe they have enough firepower, all right, to do that. But who am I? He's on the team, and I'm not. He has to have that type of confidence, and he has to go out there and play like that each and every night to reach those goals. So I'm not going to knock him for his belief, but as far as a spectator looking from the outside in, the Brooklyn Nets, without Kevin Durant, do not have enough to go – to the Eastern Conference Finals. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Coming out of that New York Knicks building, my main man, R.J. Barrett, said he can't wait for the season to start. He's got a few tricks up his sleeve. Everybody's talking about his best friend and fellow Dookie, Zion Williamson. But he said, stated yesterday, better look out for me. I'm coming. And I'm coming to the NBA, and I'm going to surprise a lot of people. And you know that's beautiful music to Coach Luke's ears when he says that because, of course, R.J. Barrett is a New York Nick, and he's saying, hey, man, you better look out for me. You you keep talking about, you know, Jackson Hayes and you keep talking about Zion Williamson and you keep talking about Cam Reddish. Well, you better start talking about R.J. Barrett in that conversation because I'm coming and I'm going to surprise the NBA this season. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. He has a lot of confidence, a lot of moxie, and he wants to play in the Big Apple. He wants to take a bite of the Big Apple. And so it's a wonderful situation for the New York Knicks to have a strong, braggadocious player. And he's going to back it up, people. R.J. Barrett is a phenomenal player, people. You'll see when the season starts. So coming out of the New York Knicks building, RJ Barrett said he got a few surprises up his sleeve for the rest of the NBA. You keep talking about my good best friend in the whole wide world Zion Williamson well I'm going to sneak up on the whole league and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing man I tell you. I tell you it's something else. Well that's the end of episode 40 people. It's been it's been beautiful it's been a ball. I really appreciate all of the listeners, everybody that downloads, everybody that shares their comments with me on Instagram and Facebook. i like to thank my whole staff. I definitely like to thank my whole staff. And oh, one of the things that we really didn't talk about that's very important, we got to get it in once a show. If you want to be a sponsor on the show, if you want to put your ass to your company on the show, Hit me up on All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Leave a message. And if you go to my Facebook feed, hit the email button and leave a message if you want to be a sponsor on the show or if you want to ads to your company on the show. Thank you very much. And it's a wonderful, wonderful situation. Episode 40. All right. Hey, baby, we're done. We're out. We'll see you Friday at 7.